On this episode of Cult Cinema Cavalcade, we'll be discussing Steve Hawks starring in 1972's Blood Freak starring Steve Hawks. Welcome to another episode of Cult Cinema Cavalcade. I am Brandon, and as always with me is your co-host, Cullen. Hi, I'm the co-host, Cullen. Cult Cinema Cavalcade is a bi-weekly movie podcast that finds Cullen and myself discussing a film from cinema's past, considered, but not limited, to being a cult classic. And as a disclaimer, every episode will include plot spoilers and may contain some harsh language. Today we're here to discuss 1972's Blood Freak. Cullen, can you give us a little plot synopsis of... Blood Freak. A biker comes upon a girl with a flat tire and offers her a ride home. He winds up at a drug party with the girl's sister, then follows her to a turkey farm owned by her father, which happens to be a mad scientist. The father turns the biker into a giant turkey monster who goes after drug dealers. The film is written and directed by Brad F. Grinter and Steve Hawks, and stars Steve Hawks. Dana Culvin, Heather Hughes, Bob Currier, and Steve Hawks. The movie wants you to know that Steve Hawks is in this movie at all costs. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed our last episode, which was The Visitor and uh, the three episodes prior to it. And you're pumped for Blood Freak. A uh, little bit of news for us. We have email. It only took us like what, two months, but we got it. Episode five, landmark episode, email is in business. No Twitter yet because I'm lazy. <laughs> but we have email. It is mail at cultcinemacavalcade.com. Now you can send us your emails if you were too shy to contact us on Facebook, which we have a Facebook page. We have our website, and we are also on iTunes, where we appreciate if you leave us a awesome review. If you don't like our show, don't bother. If you love our <laughs> show and you think we're four stars, give us five. Yeah, if you're if you don't like the show, I don't know why you are listening. Yeah, but thanks for the listen. <laughs> you know, it's a a W's a W. It's fine. Coming soon in episode six, Twitter. <laughs> Stay tuned. Probably or whatever. All right. So moving on, Blood Freak. Cullen, why the hell did I watch Blood Freak? <laughs> Uh, you watched Blood Freak because I, I had just heard about it uh, for years. I, I, I had heard that it is about a man that becomes a monster that cl- craves the blood of people that are high. And I said, I got to see this movie. And boy, howdy, it did not disappoint as to the lunacy that I was expecting. It was, <sighs> I don't, it is... I don't understand why this movie was made. Do you understand why this movie was made? Yeah, I kind of get it. Yeah? Steve Hawks! (laughs) That's why it was made? It feels like, this feels like some, like, ego, pretentious bullshit that this guy, he's all over the film, Uh, characters refer to him as being, like, handsome all the time, and this great guy, (laughs) he gets to have sex with some hot chick in the movie, It, it just... 
but then it takes a really bizarre turn, which it, I'm like, then the, why did this happen? But for the good first half of the movie, I felt like this was some like ego trip on film. Yeah, I'm not sure how. Like, once the the blood freak isn't in the movie for a while, but once the blood freak is there, boy howdy, is it ever there? It's just constant in the movie, and that's fine. I mean, that's what the movie's called. If you're gonna watch a movie called Blood Freak, you want the blood freak in it. You don't want, it's like Godzilla. You want Godzilla to be in it. You want that to be a main focus of the movie. And it's like, it's like that with blood freak. But, but the thing is, it could have been called, uh, Herschel, the blood freak. (laughs) It's right. Herschel colon blood freak. That would have been a great, a great title for it as well. Steve, I, I think maybe you're right about it being an ego thing because, I guess like Steve Hawks just thought like, well, I kind of looked like a muscular Johnny Cash. I could be in a movie. That's like what it looks, what it seemed like to me. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah, like Johnny Cash, Elvis, like what you know. Mm-hmm, yeah. Well, let's dig in. Let's dig in. Blood Freak opens with some credits that like there's like just bubbling water and stuff, and then Blood Freak like right <laughs> on the screen, and then we get like some guy sitting at a table that looks looks like. If if Walt Disney had like given up and like succumbed to like hippiness and drugs and was just kind of tired with life, he'd be this guy. It's like if like Walt Disney was really into giving strangers back rubs. That's what this guy is. <laughs> it's this guy, and he's sitting at a table. Is he smoking at the beginning? Because he eventually is just smoking cigarettes. And he's like, I think he's smoking throughout the whole movie. He's giving like sage words of like biblical wisdom, and you can tell he's like reading the script from the table. We live in a world subject to constant change. Every second of every minute of every hour, changes take place. These changes are perhaps invisible to us because our level of awareness is limited. That's in yeah, front of him. he's just constantly like he'll look down and then he'll he'll look back up and he he can remember a significant chunk of it as he's like looking at the camera, but he still does look down to read and pops back up uh, continually. And if, if if you like this scene, folks, good news, it <laughs> happens all the time. <laughs> yeah, something like, like like there'll be like some kind of I don't know if I want to say an action sequence. It's and, almost it, like you're watching a video that's like. Like something in the workplace or bettering yourself, and then like it's like the movie movie is segments between the guy instructing you on the it's video, a, but it's not. He's not there enough for it to be that. But it's it's like Bella Lugosi and Glenn or Glenda, where he just he's just talking, and it doesn't really have that much to do with the movie, and it could can be completely cut out. I, I would say. Bella Lugosi has more to do with Glenn or Glenda than this guy. Right. It's like a, you know what, now you say it, it's like a lot, there's a lot of old movies that did follow, would follow formulas like this. They're, none of them are legendary or, or, or popular good. or good. Yes, or good. But there, I, you know, I remember seeing stuff from like the, you know, this is the early 70s. Maybe a lot of it was in like the 60s and stuff that would do s- stupid stuff like this. Yeah, he's just talking about like changes in the world and the catalyst for blah. It's all. Yeah, there's a like, lot of catalysts. We're like, we're like, what is this? So then we go from him, and guess what, folks? The credits are back. Yeah, it's, that's right. It, it, the credits start. It they stop, and then there's uh, you know oily Uncle Walt, 
and then it goes back to the credits with Herschel on, on a bike. On like a chopper bike and it's like some shitty rock, generic rock music. You know what? If you didn't know it from the first credits the second time, they remind you that this movie is starring Steve Hawks. That's right. Like the, the movie like took a break to <laughs> caught its breath. Like, okay, where do we leave off? Right. Steve Hawks. He's credited twice <laughs> as an actor starring in the movie. That he wrote and directed. Yeah, absolutely. And, and produced, don't forget. <laughs> yes. he, he does it all. Steve He's a Hawks. triple threat. Producer. Uh, so then there's this woman, this, this little hottie in a car, pulls over. Like I'm guessing she had car problems. And, and he pulls his bike over to help her out. And uh, she is Angel. Yeah. And she's like a, a religious girl. Like, yeah. Very... As all this is happening, it's still credits. Yes. And like you don't know who these characters are. But there's credits and music happening, and it's just him being helpful and like pay. I think like the credits end with him like paying a toll. Because what better way to start your movie than with tolls? Yeah. Now she didn't. They didn't talk at all at this point, right? It was. We don't hear them talking. Don't hear I mean, them they talk. Yeah. We, it's clear they say something to each other, but we don't hear anything yet. So then, yeah, and then she ends up taking him to a drug party. Yes, it goes right from the credits to the drug party. some people sitting around a table like snorting coke. Like a bunch and, of people in their late 40s. Yes, and they're like snorting coke, and she's like, this place is a madhouse. This place is like a madhouse. Some of my sister's friends are pretty far out. You sound as if you don't approve of them. Oh, no, it's not that. It's just that uh, a lot of them are heavy into the drug scene. You mean they smoke pot? That, too. But I was referring to things worse than pop. I know, Ty. I'm glad you haven't. I'd appreciate it if you don't while you're here. Whatever you say. Then why would she take him there? We'll find out. She's like a hugely religious girl. Why is she hanging out at drug parties? I don't care if her sister is there. Will we meet named Annie? Or Anne in... Mm-hmm. It's not Angel's house. No. She took... Yeah, like... This is like, Guy's house. This is the guy we'll meet later. He's like the the dealer for everybody. He's like the, the you know, prerequisite of Leisure Suit Larry. The Yeah, it's his house. And so they meet, like you said, they meet Anne, Angel's sister, and she tries, you know, like, hey, want some drugs? He's like, oh, no, no, thanks. And But she keeps pushing it, and he keeps denying her. And I think... She says, you're nothing but a dumb bastard who doesn't know where it's at anyway. <laughs> well, no, that was that was the, the tramp Oh, girl. no. No, that you're was, right. It, the... it was just some random, it was guys like girlfriend. That's right. I'm sorry. That's right. Yeah. There's, it's just such a swinging party. It was it was tough to remember. Yeah. And she goes, she goes back to Guy. And she's like, that guy's talking smack. Call me a tramp. He's like, well, so? Or is, he's like, is he right? <laughs> or something like that. It was really yes. weird response. What's good use of time? I've just been insulted. He called me a tramp. So? Why should I insult you? But did, did you notice right. did you notice all the people there? Like the ambient noise of crowds sounded like there were hundreds of people there, yet yes. I I counted maybe twelve, thirteen. But this it sounds like hundreds of people. This scene carries the proud tradition carried through the rest of the movie where it's almost impossible to hear the character sometimes. Yes. Either through, either through the, the, the background noise being so loud 
or through the characters just mumbling through all of their lines. Yeah, it's really weird. It's really boring. I mean, there's funny stuff going. On. People are having these like religious discussions and stuff, and they mm-hmm. call you know, they call Angel Bible Freak. Yes, and I'm like, yeah, crap! Did I put do. the right movie in? <laughs> that might have been. I don't know if that would be more interesting or not. It's accurate. It's absolutely accurate. This movie, you don't realize at this point, this movie turns out to be a horror exploitation, pro-Christian, anti-drug movie. And we it's mentioned just, last week, it's rated X. Yeah, that's rated X, exactly. So who are they making this movie for? None of the people that would, any one of these people that would fit into that category would not like the rest of the movie. I don't understand who, why this thing was made. Or they'd pick it up and go, ooh, X. <laughs> yeah. And then they see the blood freak, like, what the hell did I watch? Right. So, Herschel, he's he's there. He's, you know, he's really into Angel. She leaves for a sec, leaves him with her sister, and her sister's all trying to, you know, get on him. Yes. And he's like, no. Yes. And he doesn't want drugs. He's like, I just do joints or something like that. Yeah. It was, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Angel's sister, Anne, who looks like a cross between Tori Spelling and a Kardashian. So, she's like a proto-Kardashian. She's a little oilier because it's the 70s and everyone was oily in the 70s. But she's there. Yeah, so then like Herschel takes off and then Angel comes back and her and her sister fight. And so Anne gets all mad and she goes to Guy. The drug dealer. The, the drug dealer Guy. and She wants to get Herschel, Herschel Yeah, she wants to her- Herschel like, hooked on drugs. Like, I think she... They were trying to clarify how to get him hooked, and they said that if he, you know, takes seven hits of this joint, then he'll be hooked. I got some stuff that plays with something really good. About five or six of these, and you're hooked. So I don't smoke it. But are you sure you won't be hooked until he's had six? Nah. Some guys get hooked easy. Depends. Here. Here's something for you for right now. What is it? Guaranteed to make you fly all night and maybe even until tomorrow. How do I ruin? Can I ruin this guy's life? Like I don't. Like what? Where is it? Yeah, she just met this guy. Yeah, I want to get hooked on drugs. So after this, crack Walt Disney returns. His comments could be what caused the chain of events and the moments of horror and agony that were far greater than his experiences in the hell of Vietnam. Yeah, like like a like blunt force trauma in the movie. It just like suddenly happens that he's just like back. Yeah, and he's you know reading more lines from the script, kind of talking about what's going on and temptations and stuff. Or and they talks about the hell of Vietnam. I think. Yeah, well, like Herschel's like a Vietnam vet, and we had nothing in this movie about that except from Walt Disney. I'm gonna. Yeah, keep, this- he's Walt Disney now. He is. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, but the first we hear of it is during this. You know, it, it's just so much better when a movie just tells you what's happening as opposed to showing you. Everyone loves that, right? Right. It's a, it, it cuts from that back again, super harsh. To they're they're not at the party anymore. They're it's with Herschel, Angel, and I guess Angel's dad. Yeah, her dad. She offers him. She's like they. She takes him to the dad to get like offered a job that he can stay at their house yeah and he like, and her dad's like i could use a husky man like you out at my poultry ranch i'm gonna point out here the the acting in this movie wow like, i know i know some of these movies you watch you know they're not you know you're not going in expecting 
you know, masterpiece theater, great actors, everything like this. But, oh, my gosh, this takes it to another level. Yeah, it's... These are people <laughs> just speaking from the memorization in their head, and as long as they get it out, that's all that counts. Yeah, I don't know if there was a second take, you know, done in this movie. And and, and the acting with the dad in this scene isn't even the worst acting in the movie. No, it gets we so get much worse. That. We will get to yeah, that. We'll get the, I, yeah. I, yeah, I have stuff to say. Yeah, it's yeah. Her dad, he just—he's not even like making eye contact with any of the characters. It's really, it's yeah. <laughs> he's just blankly reciting the lines so they can get through the scene, I guess. Yeah. So then we we like cut to like the next day, and Herschel's fixing something by the pool. I I, don't I think he was know. cleaning it or something. Yeah. It. And then Anne comes by. And she's like, you need any help? She's trying to, you know, she pulls out some drugs and, you know, wants Herschel to smoke it. And you know what? So Herschel's finally, you know, he's like, yeah, I'll do it. Herschel takes the Marty McFly uh, route and she calls him a coward. He's like, I'm no no coward. So then he smokes a joint. And then they giggle like idiots next to a pool for for a exceedingly long time. Yeah. And then he gets high and then he bones her like, oh, okay, this happened. Yeah, exactly. I, which, I thought he had some interest in Angel, and uh, nope. that turned on a dime. Yeah, well, you know, she, she, she Angel wasn't out. good to go. Yeah, yeah. exactly. The, their version of love or uh, humping in this movie is a lot of back rubbing. Back rubbing, and, and then, you know, they take off her top as careful as possible as not to get her nipple to be shown. Yeah. In an yeah, X-rated movie. In an X-rated movie. And then they do, they, they do roll over, and I think you get a glimpse. So it was like yeah. all for nothing, but yeah, it's an X-rated movie, and it has like the weakest sex scene. And, and then you know, after the sex scene, uh, I don't remember it like it cuts in the middle of it or, or whatever. But like the sex scene happens, and then the narrator narrator comes yep. back in. Coke and Disney. The, and then he delivers the excellent line: "Any man who could refuse such temptations from such a girl as this, he would have to be much less a man than Herschel." How bad is that? He resisted so, the temptation the night before. <laughs> exactly. But when he says you have to be much less of a man than Herschel, is he saying that you'd have to be gay not to want to get with Anne? Is that what he's saying? saying? This is part of the, the ego pretentious ego trip stuff that's in there uh, on Steve Hawks. Yeah, like, would, you know, it's like, oh, you know, Herschel's the man. Wouldn't it have to take a big, like a a, a, a man of, of will to deny an attractive woman? Wouldn't that be more of a man? True. Especially when it was the sister that hooked you up with, you know, what I thought was the pool job, was like the, the job he got, but it's not. Not at all. We, we The next day, we get to see Anne's butt and, and Herschel... <laughs> Herschel gets mad because she didn't set the alarm clock because he's got a job interview at the turkey farm. Mm-hmm. And Herschel bikes with that yeah, crappy music. It must be the, the soundtrack of his bike, that crappy rock music, because I don't think it comes back at any other time. It, it, it doesn't. That's just the sound his motor makes. Yeah. It's that, that, that suck-ass late 60s super groovy rock music. Yeah. And then yeah, he goes to a turkey farm. And then, you know, he gets there and he looks at turkeys. And we sit watching turkeys for way too long. Yeah, it just like... gobble, 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 and like loop turkey noise. Yes. And if you like turkey noises, good news. 
there's more to come. Yeah, and then scientists, they, uh, they, he goes to meet with them, and they want Herschel to do odd jobs around there, but mainly they want him to be a guinea pig in some sort of eating experiment. Yeah, the, they were like developing, they're experimenting on turkeys, and they need someone to eat the meat to see if there are, uh, are side effects. And, and they offer dope as a bonus. Yes! These scientists. And I'll tell quotes, you what, folks. Folks, if you thought the acting was bad early in this movie, it gets way worse with the scientists. Would, they if, are maybe the worst performances ever captured on film. Yes, that is not an exaggeration at all. It is some of the worst, most stiff, awkward acting. It, it, these guys, the, these two guys are competing for being worse in this movie. <laughs> yes, and and they both look disgusting. Like the, I, I don't, I don't believe for a second that these two can read a book, much less be scientists. What kind of experiment? We are testing the chemical caponization of of uh, poultry, but we need a human to eat the meat to see if there are any side effects. You want to be a guinea pig? How dangerous? Not dangerous at all. It's just a government regulation that the meat must be tested. Just sure. for the records. Sure. Besides, you don't look like you'd be afraid of anything anyway. Probably taking a few drugs here and there already. Am I right? Yeah, I tried some. Well, look, kid, we're on your side. You help us, we'll help you. Tell you what, as a part of the deal, we can throw in a little stuff. We got plenty. You mean dope? Just if you want once in a while, just for kicks. Just call it an extra added bonus. What do you say? Uh, is it a deal? Herschel that night like kind of wigs out at home at Annie and Angel, who apparently just has left the motion picture at this point. <laughs> and she calls Guy to help. I guess he's like addicted to... Uh, to weed, I guess. Yeah, and he so he so he smokes a joint, and then he like threatens guys like I need to keep supplied. Yeah, you don't see a lot of angry stoners, but Herschel's the one. Herschel, you know, he he is the continuation of Reefer Madness, is what. Yeah, you're absolutely right. That's absolutely correct. He goes back to the turkey farm the next day for his first eating thing, where he you know munches down on a turkey like. <laughs> Well, I mean, what, 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 well, yeah, like he's sitting outside on a bench, and one of these half a scientists come up, give him an entire cooked turkey. Uh, that doesn't seem, <laughs> and he's going to eat this whole thing. Like you would think that they would just give him like a sample, like here's a piece of turkey. Bullshit. Here's the entire turkey. Here, yes. Get to work, big man. And then he passes out, and we get a lot of turkey noise. And he, and then he gets the shakes. Like, mm-hmm. he's just yeah. Like, Shaking yeah, on the ground. Yeah, he's like laying in the grass with violent seizures. Okay, and then the scientist comes out to check on him, and I'm like, okay. And then they start to have an argument with Annie and Angel's dad about mm-hmm. covering up a death. I'm like, oh, did Herschel just die? Yeah, they like, talk about dumping his body. Uh, like, yeah. When the hell did this happen? <laughs> and the, ba- the dad is all like, you dumb bastards. Honest, sir, I didn't think it could have any effect at all on a human. You didn't think, you dumb bastards, how could you let something like this happen? (laughs) 
And they're like, oh, well, you know, you guys, you know, we have a lawsuit, you know, wrongful death and all. I was like, oh, man. And and uh, we cut into Anne at the party and she's like token. And mm-hmm. then we go back to the scientists. Meanwhile, Anne. Yeah, it was just Back like... Back to the scientists. I don't even think there was any dialogue, was no. there? It was just her like hanging out at the party smoking, smoking. right? Yeah, just smoking. And then the scientists talk about things getting out of hand. Yes, and, and they and they somehow managed to make their acting even worse in this scene. Yeah. They get worse as they, the movie goes on. They escalate this shit amazingly. We then see Herschel outside... Still shaking, and then Annie comes home, she goes to bed, and someone walks in her room. It's really dark in this scene, by the way. Mm-hmm. I couldn't yeah, tell yeah. what the heck was going on. You could like kind of like see her dress, but I don't even know yeah. if you could see her face. She wakes, it's a bird head, like a turkey, <laughs> a giant turkey mask. On head. top of a human being. The thing has got to be like a foot tall or more. It's huge. It and like huge. this like covered like in blood and feathers and the eyes are like completely white. Yeah. And she screams. This bird head, turkey head person uh, puts a piece of paper in front of her and she's like, oh, Herschel? And yeah. Apparently he wrote her a note. Yeah. We have, we have, we don't know what it says. Maybe it just says, I'm Herschel. And I don't know what it is. She, like, and he literally shakes it in front of her face. But you see like a figure like block the camera and then you hear paper shuffling for a while. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it, it goes on way, way too long. And then the paper comes in front of her face. Right. Yeah. And so, so she kind of freaks. And oddly, the question, the conversation goes to wonder what our kids would look like. <laughs> I don't know if we could have kids. I'm like, this is what we're talking about right now. Yeah, she's like, I don't know if we should go forward with our relationship. You guys had what? sex one time. <laughs> exactly. I mean, was it that good that she, like, like I got to get me some more muscular Johnny Cash. Yeah, you were also in the process of stealing this man from your sister. <laughs> well, the sister doesn't seem to be a threat because she's not yeah. in the movie. It's already dark in this scene with, with, with Anne and Herschel. And, the, and then the lights go out. Do they do it? Is it? I don't know. Like it I, seems to me that it's strongly implied that they have sex. Okay. Yeah. I I wondered. I think I was wondering that myself. Because I I think like the lights go out and then she says like Oh Herschel or something like that or like What are you doing? And then she goes Oh right. something like that. Herschel. Oh my god. But they won't show us because the movie's rated X. <laughs> a man with a turkey head having sex with a woman, that's too much. Yes. Or X. So Disney returns. He blah 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 blah. Don't care. What's even what's what's so weird is that he's talking about nothing in particular, and then we there's when he's talking, it's like a voiceover with Anne and Angel and Herschel. And they're, I don't know, in Guy's house. And I guess that's when Herschel reveals to Angel that he's the blood freak. You see, you only see like the Herschel from the back and like the shoulder. You don't see like the head. Oh, okay. It's pretty clear that it's, it's, it's him. So the narrator is talking about nothing in particular while a scene that could be potentially important is happening. We don't hear 
any of their dialogue at all. Just some uh, religious philosophical mumbo jumbo yeah. about Turkey Man. Exactly. That's exactly what happens. It's exactly that. Uh, that's almost the. Uh, yes. 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 <laughs> so okay. So now we're at the drug house, and mm-hmm. she's she's talking to these. I didn't catch their names, but they're the the re- recurring um, stoner guys. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, well, it's like something out of Star Trek or the Twilight Zone and brings Herschel out, who was already in Guy's house to begin with. So I don't know if those guys live there or not. It was really weird. Mm-hmm. And so then we cut to the woods. Yes, where, where, where Blood Freak comes out. And Just, I think it's like, oh, this is the this is my friend, the Blood Freak. And then it's like, <laughs> oh, now the Blood Freak's out in the woods. He's just, out, he's just out for a walk. And it's the first time we really get a really good look at the blood freak. And it is... Um, it's awful. There's there's no words for it. It's awful. <laughs> it's, it's, awful. Just a, it's just a garbage mask. It's you know, really crap. You know what's crazy? It reminded me of a movie... Uh, this uh, Italian slasher movie called Stage Fright from the 80s. Okay. And they had a killer with a mask. It was a uh, kind of more. It was an owl, but it was similar fashion. <laughs> but they actually pulled. They pulled it off very well. It works mm-hmm. for that movie. But it reminded me of that a little bit. Did the owl head in that one also have teeth in the beak like the blood freak does? Nay. Oh uh, well. See, that's one. That's one advantage the blood freak has. The blood freak. <laughs> so yeah, so we we he's peering in on Guy and the Tramp woman from earlier. They're so, just kind of okay. like knit, making out and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then she goes outside for some reason. She opens the trunk, and then he grabs her. And there's like no screams, just leg kicking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There's no, no screams, no blood. It just she's, he just grabs her. And then we cut to Anne, and she's talking with the dudes, the two stoner guys. Well, you know, guys. There's many scenes of just Anne talking with these guys that I think are supposed to be like different days, but they all feel the same. Yeah, but there's no there's no establishment of time passing yeah. so at, at like, all yeah, in this movie. Guys, he's been gone, and the, the two stoner guys are... Uh, they're worried about Herschel, you know why? <laughs> it's his head, man. It's his <laughs> head. Yeah. They're not wrong. I mean, <laughs> there is something wrong with his head. So then, there's some like drugged out girl... He nabs a he nabs another drugged out girl, and then a girl another girl pulls up in a car, and there's a guy hanging from the tree, and he gets sliced, and like the blood freak just keeps like drinking the blood over and over, mm-hmm. and she screams, and it's this looped scream that is obnoxious. <laughs> Anytime a woman screams in this movie, I think it's that scream. Yeah, Honestly, no, I don't know if there's yeah, any no, variety. It, it gets reused, but this one, it repeats like 12 times before we move on. Yes, within the same scene. And then in the next the, the next time a woman gets murdered, the same thing happens. It repeats about as many times. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And I think they keep repeating the shot of him drinking the blood and the blood mm-hmm. spewing from the, 
the guy's neck. Yeah. So then Anne, we're back to Anne and the stoner dudes, and she's now upset and tells the dudes that you know they need to do something about Herschel. Like mm-hmm. they, they, they need to take care of. Them. They're like, don't worry about it. So and then now we have a random scene of a couple going into a car and shooting up. I there was one of these. No, no, I know what what happened. There's there's one of these scenes where there's there's multiple scenes with couples in a car. I know that for certain. And there's one of these where the woman gets out of the car and then she leans up against a tree, and I can't tell. She's either that she's, was the first, that was the first one. Yes. Okay. She's either playing with herself against the tree, or she's pooping, or. Or she's high. I can't tell what what was happening with this woman. It's ridiculous. So, right. It. Yeah. And it's so, okay. So there's a couple shoots up at the car. He kills them with that same loop scream. And then I thought I didn't know. Was it Herschel's dad that saw him doing stuff and he attacked him? It was just. I don't know if it's established who that guy is. It's just some old man like, that he, comes out. Okay, because he looked like the dad, and I thought, like, I was like, oh man, did Herschel kill him? Uh, no, because because the the dad comes back later. I think well, he does he? come back later. But at this point, watching the movie, I was like, oh, did he just kill the dad? And then some fat guy jumps out of nowhere and like attacks Herschel. It's like he comes and, like, out, to, beats him. Yeah, he comes out to look at the old man, and then yeah, the blood freak just beats the hell out of uh, Francis from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> and and so Anne goes back to Guy, and she's like, "I, I saw Herschel," and he's like, ah, "I saw Herschel. He's doing good." <laughs> Which I'm like, yeah. "Bullshit, Guy! You have not seen Herschel." And, yeah, so like Herschel's like out like seeing other women because Anne doesn't mean anything to Herschel. Yeah, and so then we go to this random dude, and it ends up well, he gets a phone call. It's guy's supplier, and they have a they he calls them because he needs something, and the guy shows up at guy's apartment. They have a business argument because he needs more stuff, but he's not fully paid up. But the guy offers sex with Annie in yeah, order like he, to like go, hey, can my payment wait a little bit? Yeah, like he just opens the door up into the bedroom and. And Anne's just, uh, and she's just, like, all right, I'll take it. <laughs> yes. And like he, so guy leaves and a supplier comes strolling up and she immediately thinks it's Herschel. And of course she opens her eyes and see it's not Herschel. It's some other skeezer. Yeah. And she, and the guy like starts like getting aggressive with her and he goes, unless you want your pretty little neck twisted, you'd better shut up. And what woman wouldn't love to hear that? Oh. And then he, uh, Herschel's in the window because they show like him approaching, but I'm like, are they insinuating he's in the house or like, yeah, what's going? The, it was really... yeah, the, ju- the juxtaposition between where Herschel is and where the bedroom is, is not f- established well at all. It's like, it, it's clear that he's outside but the way it's shot, it looks like, all right, so is there just no third, no, there's like, there's no fourth wall in this like room. There's just one wall that's just completely busted out and it just it goes right outside. Cause that's the only way that the scene makes sense. Yeah. And so the guy of course runs outside and Herschel chases him and he winds up at a wood shop. In the most casual chase scene ever where yes. both of them are walking. Right, pretty much, yeah, they're walking, and then, like, Herschel picks him up, you know, he knocks him out, puts him on the, the bandsaw, table saw, and he, like, just cuts his foot off, 
and and the guy dies from just his foot getting cut off. Yeah. Well, I mean, he he bleeds out pretty quick. Yeah. I I I guess. And nothing and, spews out. It just cuts, and there's blood there. Yeah. There's a there's a jump cut from the leg, like on the bandsaw, to it being cut with there being blood there. And this guy he in this X-rated movie, he himself has his own loop scream. Yes. Like it, it is. It's the male version of the loop scream, and it's just again, it goes on for such a long time. Yeah. Herschel gets outside and the stoner guys find him and then they have an axe and he swipes and we see a real turkey beheading? Yes, a real turkey gets his head chopped off with like, like a machete. They don't show Herschel get his head chopped off. They show a real turkey get its head. It cuts to like a real turkey, and it gets his head chopped. And you see blood spewing, and it's like body running around. And then they cut back to just his head sitting there. I'm like, oh my gosh! It was. It reminded me of uh, Godard's film Weekend, where they show a pig getting like an axe in its stomach, and mm-hmm. like it reminded me of that. Like just like whoa, whoa, real animal. Yeah, that's from out of nowhere. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it just it was very surprising. So then we go, and then the mask is on a plate, a serving plate, and next to like a, a full turkey. The, the the turkey that they show, there are people that rip their multiple hands that come into it, and they rip it apart. It's, it's like just, zombie-like. Yes, it, it is. Like so no one has a knife here. Like nope, I can't wait. I need I need a three handfuls of turkey in my mouth. Yeah. So so then we the the father finds Herschel outside. And he's back to normal. He's fine. The scientist and the father, which are the best acted scenes in the whole thing, um, <laughs> he tells them, you know, they keep their mouth shut. Things that are wrapped. There's a big bonus for them. And then, like, he leaves, and like they, they have say to something. Keep talking about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like it's been established. This scene's over. But no, they, the 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 hillbilly scientists continue to talk about it. Like, man, if things must be pretty bad if he's going to give us a bonus. Like, we, he's paying us to keep our mouth shut. He ain't paying us to, to, to stay here. And then, like, the scene ends. Yeah, and then Angel gets a call and to come, like, help, you know, get uh, Herschel back or whatever. But I love how between this scene and, with Angel on the phone and the, the scientist and the dad, their main worry about Herschel is if he's going to be able to drive his bike. <laughs> Like, well, I don't know if he'll be able to drive that bike. And then Angel's on the phone like, do you think he'd be able to drive his bike? (laughs) Like, I think we got a bigger problem. I don't think Herschel cares. The guy's been laying outside for hours, I guess, having violent seizures. And that's your top concern? Yeah. So then, then Angel and Annie have a phone call where Annie says it's all her fault. Mm-hmm. And all this never apologizes from, hey, I took your man. Just, you know, I made him yeah. like this. And so Angel, and well, Angel's Angel. the one picking him up. Like, why is yeah. she? Angel, who reappears after being gone from, like, the movie for, what, like, 40 minutes or more? Angel, who this movie started out giving us as, like, the love interest or who this Herschel would be going for. Yeah. And Herschel even says to Anne in the movie, why can't you be more like your sister? Yeah. He tell they tell Angel the father tells Angel about the experiment and 
Mm-hmm. He said like he was addicted. Uh, he was addicted to other drugs before he uh, smoked the mm-hmm. weed. And like, what? That's a, a fact that would have been good to know at any other point in the movie other than this late in the game. He was on a lot of shit. Yeah, yeah. And so, chain smoking Disney's back, and <laughs> he talks up a story. He talks about, well, I think we need a happy ending. And then he, like, hacks up a storm. Let's give a little thought to making our own story <coughs> have a happy ending. He's like, somebody cut! Somebody cut! <laughs> we talked about putting bad things in your body while he's smoking. He says, yeah. don't put bad things in your body, like drugs and alcohol. Just don't do it. Well, he's just taking a big drag off a of Marlboro. And like you said, he, he coughs a tremendous amount. I don't know if it's a joke He's or if it's just... the best actor in the movie if it's a joke <laughs> because I would felt I felt for the man. I was like, someone get him water? Get him, like, get, put the camera down. Again, there were no second takes in this movie. Apparently no edits either. <laughs> it was all, all the edits were done in the camera. We cut to Herschel and Anne on, on the boardwalk and they just walk away. That's yeah. Like, it was like, the end. That, that's right. That's absolutely it. Like, he just walks up to her on a pier. I, I guess he went to rehab or something. It's never really established. He Maybe he prayed his drug demons away. We don't know. He just finds, he just finds Anne on a pier and like, oh, we're in love, I guess. Like, Whatever. The end. So like, he doesn't need to make, we just wanted a happy ending. Just, yeah. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> we didn't want to end it with the turkey beheading, so here, here they are in a pier. Yeah. And yeah, that that's it. That's that's the blood freak. He went on this little reign of terror. He, you know, he didn't have to um, deal with any uh, like murder mm-hmm. um, or anything like the, that. The the movie Saint Elsewhere us, where the, the entire events of the movie just don't matter because they weren't real. <laughs> we now move on to. Trivia. This is where we pick a couple items from the IMDb trivia page and kind of discuss them and call BS or not on them. So without further ado, the film's original financier backed out during production and left directors Brad F. Grinter and Steve Hawks to complete it with their own resources. I believe it. It absolutely looks like this thing was filmed over, you know, uh, like a uh, like a couple of months, like on the weekends. That's like what it looks like. I absolutely believe that. You can tell. I'm surprised there was a financier. <laughs> well, that's how the, the the blood freak mask got made. The victim that gets his leg cut off by the table saw was an actual amputee. Okay, I, I wondered about that. I couldn't tell because he's holding his leg after it gets cut off, and it didn't look like. His leg was like hidden underneath the table. So, like, I guess I don't. That's cool. I guess. I mean, another way that they saved money was by finding an actual amputee. I guess. Yeah, because you didn't need to know how to act for this movie. You did not. He was on the same level of acting as the the awful, awful scientist in this movie. All right, and finally. The movie's cast was made up of acting students from producer-director Brad F. Grinter's class. They all better have gotten F's in his class. <laughs> was 
Okay, so they're in an acting class. Did everyone only attend like like fifteen minutes of the acting class? Because that's what had the class started when they did. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Had these people ever seen a movie or play or TV show? Just anything with acting involved. It is so terrible. I believe that aliens from another world would be better at acting like humans than these people were. Yeah, it's it's really I mean like I said it sounds like they memorized it right before they shot and just the goal was just to get out all those lines, those beautifully written lines. I'm not sure where this was was shot, but it to me it feels like the Florida panhandle, doesn't it? Oh yeah. Just that, oh that, yeah. That, just that super gross oily area where like like brushing your teeth is for fancy people, not for regular people. And and they have all those um bill, those Jesus freak billboards up yeah, too, mm-hmm. which would fit yeah. with why they would make a movie like this. That's right. I wonder if we like we just they're... lost all our uh, our listenership from the Florida Panhandle. Um, it's been nice if you've tuned into our first four episodes. Thank you. You know who you are. And now it's time to rate the episode. Uh, as always, Cult Cinema Cavalcade keeps it like a cult in terms of how we rate the show. or rate the uh, movie we're talking about. Uh, you can. The options are to stay with your family. You didn't care for the movie. Uh, you're done. Um, don't see what the appeal is. Moving on. You're converted. You like the film. You get it. You're good. And drink of the Kool-Aid. You're a, you're a crazy blood freak fan and would drink the pouring blood into your turkey gizzard from this movie. <laughs> so, Colin, how do you rate Blood Freak? Oh, man, this is tough. Because this movie is not its not good, and there are stretches where it's, it's boring and confusing. Oh, I will say, if you are looking... Ah, crap. No, this this has to be my recommendation, not what you should do. Uh, my, I, I will say that. Oh, god, this is really tough. I will say I'm gonna say stay with my family because I have no interest in ever watching this again. And although it is a a, a dumpster fire, it's not even like a fun dumpster fire. It's just a poorly made movie that hurts your thinker. What about you? What'd you think? I agree. I'm coming on the side of staying with my family, but Mm -hmm. it's there's, there's stuff here that almost made me to converted, but it's not, it's not, it's funny to me. I think that the type of stuff that you and I enjoy about the mm-hmm. things we watch and we can joke about, it's too niche to recommend generally. And, Absolutely, yeah. And this is not a movie I, w- I would watch again. It's very short. If someone it doesn't, was like, it, it I doesn't watch fe- Blood Freak, we got, I'm like, I could maybe sit through it again. I'm not looking to get there again. I don't, maybe this stuff doesn't work the second time like it did the first, because the first time it's a little bit eye opening. Mm-hmm. About just what no. but the party scene like the beginning, it's we summed it up. It sounds funny. It's dull. It's boring. 
there's a lot of dull, boring stuff, and the, the acting wears on you once you've mm-hmm. met every terrible actor in the film. And the the kills aren't fun. There's like like every not good, and it was uh, rated X for the the violence. There were films at like two years later. There's the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's way more. Uh, there's way more violent stuff. I think the most dis- maybe is because maybe it was rated X because like a turkey got its head cut off. Maybe that's why. Maybe it's. Uh, yeah, I think The Exorcist, that's way, way more gross than this. Maybe because of, like, the depiction of, like, smoking weed. Maybe that's why it was rated X. Well, I, I see it's rated X for violent content, is what it says. Well, that has to be just because of the turkey, because almost all the kills in this movie are just from the blood freak choking people. The most and then it, violent thing in the movie is the supplier attempting to rape Anne. That's, like, the most... yes. A nerving, violent thing in the movie, aside from a real turkey dying. Yeah, for Blood Freak. That poor turkey gave its life for nothing. Poor Blood Freak. I mean, you can find this movie very easily. It's just, it's not... It's not... It's not so bad that I would never watch it again. Like you said, if someone were to ask about it, I'd be like, okay, I guess we can watch it. Just get ready to be kind of disinterested after a while. But it's, it's not... So bad that I would just outright like try to forget it that I ever watched it because there are uh, other movies where I just like have regretted watching it. I don't regret watching this. No, you and I will make blood freak jokes from here out. We we both <laughs> seen it. We both know it. But it doesn't mean it's going to be funner to talk about blood freak with each other than it was ever watching it. I absolutely agree. I think that this is so. F- Far, this is the worst movie we've done on the show so far. But we've we're only what, five episodes we're in. Five so, episodes yeah. in. There's there's the. Bar. I've, I've I have seen worse than Blood Freak. Yeah, I, yeah, I've seen worse than Blood Freak, and I, I will say, you know, I I, I giggle at some things, but I mean, the the Walt Disney crap wears on me, and it's just yeah, it, I just it's, Blood Freak. It's it's a it's a film that even. That Steve, Steve Hawks nowadays refers to it as a sad chapter in his life. <laughs> and I don't think you can argue that. Yeah, it's it's extra sad because he was credited twice in the movie. Yeah, it's not like he can go hiding from this. <laughs> On the next episode of Cult Cinema Cavalcade, we'll be celebrating the 35th anniversary of Lamberto Bava's Demons, produced by Dario Argento. Our episode has come to an end. We appreciate you for joining us. I am. I, I'm grateful you folks are listening. I am dr- kind of dreading the next movie because it's Italian, and I have yet to see a good Italian movie. There are more of them than you than you know. We look forward to next time. But first, stay tuned for the trailer to next week's film, Demons. The trailer that actually trails. The preview you are about to watch is for a movie that is unlike any you have ever seen before. It is for a movie that goes beyond temporary fear to everlasting terror. It is a movie called Demons. Yes, the demons are coming, and they're coming for you. Warning. If you have the courage to see demons, sit near an exit. Otherwise, you might never get out. In your theater, who will survive the touch of the demons and who will not? Demons, 
with music by Billy Idol, Motley Crue, The Adventures, Rick Springfield, and Saxon. This is no dream. This is happening right now. And it could be happening to you. Demons. They will make cemeteries their cathedrals. And the cities will be your tombs. Will you survive it? Demons. Thank you for listening to Cult Cinema Cavalcade. You can find more of Cullen's work on the A Touch of Crass podcast, also found on the Dead Radio Entertainment Network, and on Twitter at my name is Cullen. You can find my work at Naptown Nerd, and I also post reviews on whysoblue.com. My Twitter handle is at BTPeters. Our producer is Brad Shoemaker, podcast edited by Brandon. Theme song, Pink Baby, by Happy Elf, found on the freemusicarchive.org website. The movie in today's discussion is property of its respective studio, and no infringement is intended. Please join us again in two weeks for our next episode of Cult Cinema Cavalcade.